9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Go Plug Yourself podcast. It's a new year and our first guest of the year is Dan Kessler d'Amour. He joined Chris and I to talk about football because the Super Bowl is around the corner. Uh, Dan is a comedian, but we do talk an awful lot about football. Listen, Chris is a big football guy, so every now and then we do a backdoor pilot for a sports show that may or may not one day exist. And this is one of those. Uh, We do talk about comedy, working in the education system, a bunch of other things. But honestly, this is our Super Bowl preview episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, everybody. Two, one, hit it. Go plug yourself. You plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug and mother That's awesome! What a what a quarterback recovery you've made from the Sean to CJ. Oh, I know it's uh after like I've spent so many years with like terrible quarterbacks, and then we finally got a franchise guy, and then he was like a bad like pervert, and then you're like, oh, okay, fuck, and now, but it's right away. It was the next guy. It's perfect. I have, yeah, I have a question. Like I have a question to both of you guys. So I'm not a football fan, yeah. and a big a big reason yeah. that I'm not a football fan is that I I have like I I'm a homer by nature. Like I'll I'll cheer the home team, like I'll cheer the Owls, whatever. But it's yeah. like CFL is whatever, and I'm just like I don't have nothing to gravitate. And you just said, oh, I've been like a Houston Texans fan for a decade. So first of all, what were you a fan of before? And then how are you just like just like, like dartboard go, or you're just like, there's a team that has a certain play style. Like, and I know Chris, you're a Rams buddy. Rams. Yeah. yeah, That's it. I'm just like, I was like, how do you get, how do you get there? How do you just like, look at this, like sea of, of teams. And you're like that one, that's, that's my team. Like, and I, I get, I almost, I get people who follow fantasy more than I get people that have a team because fantasy. I'm like, Oh, you're not really following a team. You just, you picked a bunch of guys and those are your guys. And now you're following everything. No, so, I mean, I was, like, a, when I was younger, I was, like, known from my friends as, like, a, a notorious, like, team jumper. I would jump, like, all the time, like, nice. so, like, uh, so, when I was a kid, when I was young, the first team I liked was the 49ers, because of uh, Steve Young. I liked him a lot, like, I liked okay. him as a quarterback, and then, I from there, I jumped to... Uh, the Tennessee Titans when they had like Steve McNair and like Eddie George. I like them then. Hell yeah. But it's like them. I, I started liking them. So the thing with me too, is I'll like a team that like goes to the Super Bowl and then loses. <laughs> and then I'm like, that's my team. Cause they're close. And I didn't pick yeah. the winner. So it's not like I, I'm like, uh, I, you don't want to be a bandwagon the- guy. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, I picked the loser. You can't hate me for picking the loser. Yeah, like again, as as an outsider looking in, I will say that I've noticed a lot less like, you know, Patriots gear around now that they suck. But like a couple years ago, you'd you'd see like people wearing Pat stuff all over Montreal. And I was like, are you really Pats fans? Or are you just like Pats fans because they're hot right now? And now you don't see as many fans because they're shitty again. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's what I, I mean. That's what I was, like, trying to avoid. And then, yeah, so I would jump, like, from team to team. Like, I started liking the Seahawks after the one. You Remember when, like, Hasselbeck in the coin flip, you heard him, he said. We're going to score? 
we're gonna get the ball and we're gonna yeah. score. I, I was that's what that's the moment I started like like I was like the biggest loser moment in the history of NFL. I was like, that's my team now. Like I love that guy. Like that's my team. Just a bit of context for for the listeners. Yeah. Um, the, the Packers and I think the Seahawks were in overtime. Yeah. And Matt right, Hasselbeck, right. who used to play for the Packers, uh, as a backup quarterback to Brett Favre, uh, says when they win the coin toss, we want the ball and we're going to score. And, and then on microphone, pick six. six. Yeah, he throws, he throws an interception that's taken the other way to end the game, and one of the most yeah, one of the most embarrassing flops you'll ever see. It's like loser moments in the history of like yes, yeah, and that, that and that it's was where where he could have just like was that like at the six yard line whatever, and it was just sort of like and he could have just like handed it off, and it probably would have been like a sure no, thing. No, 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 wasn't it was, that one? No, it was like literally. I think it was like the first he they won the coin flip, and like you heard him on the microphone say, "We're gonna take the ball," which is okay. It's, Fine, that's what you're supposed to say. But then he goes, and then we're and we're gonna score. Yeah. And literally, I think it was the first play through a pass, and the guy picked it off. Okay, yeah, and returned it. Because yeah, because my, my like big like unclutch moment of, of and like foot in your mouth, like unclutch, like everything all in one, like checks those boxes. Like it was so. What was like, it? Such it was like bad. it was ten years ago where the Seahawks had was the 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 Super Bowl, right? Like the other shitty that that was the one I'm thinking of, where the Seahawks were just like. Why would oh, they? That what, one, yeah. Oh, that yeah, was the Russell Wilson one. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that's that's the play I was yeah. thinking of in terms of like loser moments. Like uh, again, as a casual fan, I was like, okay, there's the clear play here, and they just never went for it. And like that was a heartbreaking one too for for, for and like especially uh, since the team was designed to designed to push over five yards. Like that's what the Seahawks could do at all times, and they were just like, now nah, we're not, we're not. Gonna yeah, they had, they had they had Marshawn Lynch who like. A, yeah. a, like the worst run he'd have was like three yards, and they were on like the two yard line. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, he was probably gonna get in. Like he should just gave it. To yeah, him. exactly. Put it, put it in his hands, and it'll be fine. And they're like, no, yeah. we're gonna not do that. And again, even as a casual, I was like, what is happening with this play? Like it was wild to me. Uh, so, but yeah, so I'll, I'll get to finally why I became a tech. So yeah, I, I was playing Madden, and like I'd play. You, when you're playing sometimes with your friends, you pick random teams. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, and, sure. and just one time I had the Texans and I was like, it was when they had like Andre Johnson and like, uh, I think Arian Foster and all those guys. And I was That's like, obvious. yeah, this is such a fun team to play with. And then I was like, I'll start watching their games. And then like, like were, these guys have a bad. fun collection of they stats. Bad, I wonder if they're fun, fun on television too. And you're like, Fuck That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was That's like, nice it was, one. They were like bad. They were they were bad for a long time because they never had like a quarterback. And then yeah, then we yeah, had Watson. Got, yeah, they got a they got that quarterback who ended up being a Voldemort. But yeah. then you got <laughs> was looks like the best quarterback in the draft this year. Yeah, and he just they destroyed the Browns on Saturday. You must have loved it because you're also in the the funniest TV time slot, right? Every time you guys make the playoffs, you're on that yeah. Saturday four thirty window every year. Yeah, yeah, and it's always like uh, whenever we make the playoffs, it's always like against the Bengals. But it was like when the Bengals had like Andy Dalton, like it wasn't like Joe Burrow Bengals, which would have been cool. But no, it was like Andy Dalton Bengals, which was like boring. And yeah, we beat them all the time. Although you had one of the better games a couple of years ago against Buffalo before Josh Allen became a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. That was a wild game. That was a good game. Yeah, that was the Watson was good. Like what? Like Watson was like, a great quarterback before. He yeah, was exactly. a great quarterback. Yeah, he's just a bad person. Just just a bad, bad human being. Yeah, just but made, made twenty mistakes in his life. Yeah, you know? exactly. 
the story of that game for me will always be Josh Allen just doing crazy shit, just, yeah. like, just trying to sh- backwards passes and while getting tackled. And the main thing I know yeah. about Josh Allen is that he cannot draw the Buffalo logo for to save his life, and that's like a He's whole meme. Also dating Haley Steinfeld. Oh. But you guys have seen that the the Josh Allen Buffalo logo. It's so funny. yeah, no. it's the it's the greatest thing. It's like as a rookie, they had, they asked a bunch of rookies like draw the logo of your team, and like Josh Allen drew like it's like a potato with like four little legs and like kind of a check mark over it, and he's like, "This is it, right?" And I mean, it's- yo, they canceled. They, you know how bad the weather is in Buffalo, so obviously they moved the game down, right? And then they yeah, canceled yeah, the Sabres yeah. game tonight. They moved the what? They canceled the Sabres game tonight because the no snow way. is still really bad. Oh wow! The hockey game. Yeah. Like can't even was, go, the, yeah. was the game over the weekend the coldest game in NFL history? In KC, it's got to have been close. Fourth, fourth it was the fourth, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and it was on Peacock too, so the internet was ablaze, which didn't matter for us in Canada, but in the states, like every yeah, yeah. Every, every comedian was making jokes about having to teach their grandparents how to download Peacock. It was pretty funny. Well, yeah, it was. They said it was the highest. It ended up being the highest streamed game. Yeah, but like, it, it was still like six billion viewers less than the the Houston game, so it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it's, it. Here's like the thing across all entertainment: we're we're yeah. trying to cater to an age group, which is the eighteen and twenty five demo, that don't care about anything. <laughs> they don't care about comedy. They don't care about movies. They don't care about music. They don't care about sports. They care about TikTok, and that's it. They don't like somebody. Chris Mendito is a seventy-year-old man. The Sopranos' twenty-fifth anniversary. They're doing every episode. They're doing TikToks. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I want to put punch holes in my wall. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm 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 rewatching the Sopranos right now. That's why. That's why you're on here, Dan, because you're a fucking smart man. Um, but no, seriously, like, it's gonna be football and Sopranos. This is Vendito's dream episode. The best best Vendito podcast ever. (laughs) No, but like, what are we doing, Keith, with these kids? They don't know anything. They don't even like sex. They don't want to have sex. They don't want to have. They don't want to make babies. Like, I'm not gonna say it didn't exist, but like, I knew zero asexual kids in high school, and I know like several of my friends like who have with teenage kids who are like, yeah, they're like asexual. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, and I just say, like, maybe it was because there was a lot of societal pressure, and everybody like wanted to to be like, oh yeah, I'm a teenager and I'm horny and whatever. And maybe that was, you know, just the norm in like the '90s. But like now, I know several kids that are just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in it for relationships or sex. I'm asexual, and I'm like a 15 year. old I was like, I don't understand how how the hormones in a 15 year old can land on asexuality. Blows my mind. But again, like I said, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's maybe we're in a freer, better world, Vendito. I don't know. Like we we were talking about this before we hit record. Like I'm nostalgic for what high school was like for me, and I'm sure these kids will be nostalgic for what high school was like for them. And looking when they look at my high school, they're like, "Well, that's so archaic and crazy." And when I look at theirs, I'm like, "These newfangled kids make no sense." Who who yeah. knows anymore? Yes. I like 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 something like I'll tell you like TikTok and stuff. I get right. It's like instant gratification. You're watching these little videos. You you like your little creators, and and it's it's fine. Not to say I get it, but it's like it's to me. It's like it's a disposable entertainment, even though it's their main source of entertainment. The one that blows my mind, and the thing I cannot get my head around as like a video gamer, is the people that watch like hours long videos of someone else playing a game, and I'm like. You know, Twitch. you could Twitch be playing streaming. that game. 
Like, yeah. like I don't get that. I was like, like, and even then, like watch it, watching a playthrough, watching a speed run, watching someone like really talented, maybe, but like you're, you know, you're just watching a person who's okay at a video game play for hours. When I'm like, you have this video, you have this game, like you could be doing the thing that he's doing instead of just like, like as a kid, I was like watching your older cousin play a video game. Is just you waiting your turn to play the video game. You wouldn't yes, like choose but... to sit on the couch and watch them. But... I mean, that I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm guilty. I've I've watched other people play video games on the internet before, and I'm like, what? And then like you catch yourself in those moments, and I'm like, what the what the hell am I doing right now? But like, that's it for I, long I, stretches. Like, oh, it's been like yeah. It was like uh, it was like more than an hour. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm watching someone play like like. Mario Kart, like why? Were they really? That could be exciting. Like, but I I would say, like, are they really good? Because I'm not talking esports. Like I've watched esports. No, it's not even that. Okay. It's just like it's it's just like a person on the that they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play this game, and you're like, oh okay, I'll watch this. Like I guess this seems interesting, but it's not. It's not interesting. It's like you're right. You're absolutely right. But I'm just like. There's sometimes you just like go down that rabbit hole and you're like you get caught in these. Well, I find you're watching other people play video games. It's kind of I'm sure, and I'm sure that like it's hitting that same brain function of like when you go to like an old person's house and like CJD is on, but like they couldn't tell you what CJD was talking about for the last like twenty or thirty minutes. You're like, oh, what 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 what's this talk show about? And they're like, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> you're like it's just on and kind of like filling your head. With like enough noise, thing. and you're like, I could not tell you what the actual radio show that I was listening to yeah. was about. <laughs> I just lost those thirty minutes or whatever. Like you're not listening intently, and I feel I think Twitch streaming and stuff I think does tap into that part of your brain where you're like, it's putting enough information into your head that it's like soothing. So you're like, you're not thinking about your own shit, but you're also not really thinking about what you're watching. It just sort of like it's almost like a, a kind of white noise. Your brain sort of just like clicks off and is like oh this is this is nice i'm not thinking about anything but boy that guy's kind of playing mario kart i guess <laughs> like yeah for sure Dan, when you when you walk like when you go see a crowd before a show mm. before you're set you're looking at the room and you see a bunch of like kids a little party dies knowing that i have to make these impossible people laugh <laughs> well i i work at a school so i do that kind of every day too there I'm you like, go like, I, at those kids and I'm like, how am I gonna how am I supposed to make these Give kids laugh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, uh that's right, just that's my material's like all silly and goofy anyway. So I'm like, ah, I I'm kind of like the like I think these kids will like my stuff. So that's yeah. usually that I try to like, yeah, my material's usually like I'm just trying to be uh not I'm I'm not like political at all and stuff. I just wanted to fucking be goofy and like it's like okay, old people can laugh at this, young people and like anyone can laugh so that's the most refreshing part about knowing watching you on stage is that yeah. you're not you're not you're not sitting there with like a ted talk no which a lot of comics these days are just insisting on doing but like oh, you're coming out you're just like let's just try to make people laugh and see what happens it's like we lose that honestly i'm not even trying to be facetious like we lose that sight too often in stand-up where it's like hey what's the job it's just make people laugh right it's not more serious than that we don't have to all be running for public office <laughs> that's it and like at the same like that's that's kind of the 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 thought that i kind of gets me through when i'm doing like material that i'm like i've been doing this material for so long why like i should write more jokes and all this stuff but then like you there's like ideas of you're like okay well like 
yes, it's like bore this material's boring and like it's it's repetitive to me, but like this is like a new audience every time. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, like they're, they're gonna like this. So it's exactly. it's like it's not for me, right? Like I maybe and then I think maybe sometimes I think people have told me it's like it looks like you're like you're like dying up there telling those jokes, like you don't want to be telling them. And and the the crowd could probably tell, but like there's also times where it's like, okay, I, I do ham it up and then like, okay, these people haven't heard it before, so it's it's uh I know I've been telling it for like the millionth time, but like let's let's make these people happy. So Yeah, I mean so that, that that probably comes into play a lot. Like as soon as you were talking about that, I always thought about your like 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 bands. When you go see live music, you're like, boy, they do this every night and it's like the crowd's gonna lose their mind for whatever the big hit is, but you're like they must be so sick of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like but, yeah. but at the same time, you're like, when you go to a live concert, you're like, that's the concert you've been looking forward to since you bought the ticket, you know, like, and yeah. the actual, well, the like- actual band is doing that every single solitary night, but like, they have to go out there and act like they're rocking the hardest they've ever rocked in their lives. Otherwise they're going to yeah, be like, yeah. Oh, the band was really flat. And you're like, no, the band was just doing it because it was a job and you having fun at the show is important to their, professional career you know like yeah more so than them having fun kind of it's like interesting enough because like i find also it's so like i've heard like stories of like people like uh musicians and like artists that like they they like refuse to do their big hit songs yeah like the the clash like famously like like the clash famously would never play like rock the casbah because it's they were like that's a stupid song (laughs) like yeah and like and but a lot of the times that i hear those stories it's like it's someone who's like a one hit wonder and it's probably for sure. They're really tired of their, like that sure. one song. That I also think that for. it must, it must suck. Like a, like, cause like, I know, I know a couple of like my like favorite bands who are not one hit wonders that are like, like the clash and whatever else like that. Like it's, yeah. it's more when I think when they have a song that isn't like the style of the band, like rock the Casbah yeah. doesn't really sound like a clash song, but it's the song everybody wants to hear. Like I also like, I'm a big faith, no more fan. And like, they yeah. don't play Epic live. Cause they're yeah. like, it was a joke song that we wrote to make fun of red hot chili peppers. Like yeah. we hate that song. Cause it, yeah, it, yeah. it sounds like a red hot chili pepper, like, din it, din it, din it, din it. and they're like, yeah, we're yeah. like, I'm making fun of Anthony Kiedis. I get it that somehow that got radio play and like whatever else, but like as a creative, as an artist, you're like, Oh, our biggest song is like a basically like a parody song about red hot chili peppers. They're like, yeah, yeah I don't, yeah. And we're not going to play that. Like, and they'll, they'll say it live, like right out the back. Like people are like chanting for it. And they're like, we don't play that song. We yeah, haven't we played play that, that song, song in like 30 years. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's well, even like, uh, I, the MTV, um, like the MTV unplugged of like Nirvana, where at one point I think he's like, what song do you want us to play? And somebody else are like, smells like teen spirit. Mm-hmm. And they're doing like it acoustically. And he's like, how the fuck do you want us to play this song, you idiots? Like, like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? And like, it's so funny. And then, yeah, he like, I think he died like a couple of days after they like recorded that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the Un- unplugged in New York. Not, I don't think a couple of days, but like that, no, that like year, a but like like a, a short measurable measure of yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like early, was early ninety four, and then a couple like within a month or two later, he he dies. Yeah, yeah. And then there's other other bands that like lean into it hard. Like I saw, I went to go see George Thurgood and the Destroyers, and he opened and closed with "Bad to the Bone." (laughs) Like he's like, that's awesome. He's like, one, I'm giving giving people immediately what they want, which is "Bad to the Bone." Like that, like it was like they played it as the intro of the band or whatever, and they did like a verse and a chorus, and then at the end, they also played "Bad to the Bone." I was just sort of like, yeah, this guy knows. Like and he's got other tracks. I think 
surrogate fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, you know that if you don't play it, people are waiting for it. For sure. So like, okay, it's out of the way. And then you also are going to send everybody home happy because they're going to be like, yeah, they played Bad to the Bone at the yeah. end too. You played it twice. That's Bad to the Bone. Yeah, <laughs> That is the definition of Bad to the Bone. <laughs> but I, I like, like, I heard when... Uh, when Jay-Z and Kanye did their tour for, like, Watch the Throne or yeah. whatever, I think they ended, like, they played, uh, like, Buddies in Paris, like, uh, nine times in a row to end the show. <laughs> like, it's, like, insane. And, like, I know people who went, and they're like, yeah, it was, like, 11 times in a row they played that song to end it. They kept, like, going, like, play it back, play it back. Yeah. And they did it, like, they did it 11 times. And it's, like, that's that's hilarious that you would do, like, that one song that many times send your concert. But, I mean, if that's if that's what if that's what the fans want, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's they wanted. So much yeah. hype when that album came out. It's oh just, yeah. Just, oh man, it was crazy. Album. I was in like university too when that came out. I think so. It was like that's like a big like when I was like part like you go out to the clubs actually when you're in university. Yeah. What year Let was Watch you, the Throne? Uh, yeah. Uh, 2011, I think. 2000. <laughs> Nine. Uh, Time flies, guys. 2009, I think. Yeah, nine. Nine in between there, yeah. Yeah, 2010, 2009. No. You started calling me in Ottawa. Is that correct? Am I correct in saying that? I no, I started it here. In, uh, you started here, okay, because you had a lot of Ottawa stuff. I, I just go there. Yeah, I go. I try to go at least once a month. Ottawa. Is that any ties to Ottawa, or were you just born and raised in Montreal? I've never asked you. Uh, I have like fam, like family that's lived in Ottawa, but no, yeah, that's for the okay. most part. It's. Uh, yeah, I know. Here. I remember you from I, I think one of the first comedy work competitions we did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I met you the first time. Yeah. Now, uh, from where you started comedy and where comedy is now, other than having to make TikTok videos for people to watch, <laughs> what's like? What's the thing that you've noticeably seen as different in the way comedy is it runs or? Is it something that we lament or enjoy, or is it just part of the process, you think, about the evolution of comedy from, I guess, from the late 2015s to now? Well, I don't, I mean, like, it's obvious, like, like you said, like, with TikToks, like, there are definitely a lot of our peers that are on, like, TikTok, and they're pretty successful on there, and then, like, but there's a lot of them that are, like, just, like, like, shitting out, like, content and stuff, so, like, that's... not great, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, there's not, like, I didn't mean, like, I didn't mean, like, shit it out, like, I meant, like... No, no, I, I, I mean, I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was gonna say, like, there, there are, there are, sol- there's, there is solid content online, and then there's content for the sake of content, like, there's, there's stuff where you're, like, like, I, I remember, like, you guys remember Vines? <laughs> Because oh, yeah, vines yeah, are just yeah. proto TikTok, right? Like there were some yeah. vines that have made me laugh like as hard as any stand-up comedian, and then there's some vines of just like nothing. And and TikTok yeah. is just it's ten years later, and it's the same thing. You're like some people can put a lot of creativity into like a minute and blows your mind, and then some people are just like zooming in camera up their nose and breathing heavy or something, and that's somehow getting views. You know, and you're like, what is yeah. you shitting out content is a valid statement. <laughs> Some people are doing that. Like back, like when I started, you'd be lucky to see anyone kind of like shoot sketches or anything. But like now, like there's, it's so easily like accessible to everyone. So I think that's why that's what the difference is. Like you'd have to get like a camera and like the editing system, like pro, like stuff and like all that. Like back in the day, Uh, and now it's just like yeah, just you can do it from your phone. So it's pretty kind of easy. And but yeah, like and you've obviously you like it's in it's obvious trend to like a lot of 
comedians are doing like the crowd work thing like they're just releasing that kind of and content told me if i've been doing crowd work for a decade nobody told me people like crowd work yeah. this much if i know known i would have fucking filmed the keys i know buddy i was gonna say we got to get and film all the crowd work i mean but uh, that i like honestly i like the the crowd work stuff because you're not like you're not burning the jokes you're not releasing the jokes yeah. you're, never, you're never gonna get that crowd work this is good isn't gonna no. happen exactly the same and way it's like a spur of the moment thing too that could be like you 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 captured lightning in a bottle it might not yeah. ever like you might never yeah, get exactly it that's it but you're not like you're 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 not taking any like oh i saw i saw that joke on tiktok you're like no he, i saw crowd work on tiktok you get a feel for the comedian whatever else i don't know i, I let personally but, that 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 to me is a there's certain types of comics that like have been crying shouldn't about be it. doing it there's a lot of them that like are like you're just not good like you're but, you're it's it's so like phone it's it's like phony like it's not like it's so like uh are you together of, like, you fucking you fucking it's you like guys process it's like process. Like you're like you. You really went out of your way to call that person that thing mm-hmm. just to get the reaction that you wanted. And it's like okay, like yeah, I get what you did. And like, uh, oh, if it's yeah, bad, it's, it's so, shitty. But <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's, there's but there's a lot of bad. Like, which is which is fun. like anything. I mean, like, as, as you said, with that yeah. lower lower cost of entry to produce the content, you're gonna lower the quality yeah. to like like we uh, yeah. a, a friend of mine found out only like not not much later but like months later that his kid had like like not gone viral but has like thousands of views on these videos thank god he like he freaked out when he found out the kid it's all that it's he has like a computer there's like an online computer animation thing so it's all all computer things and all of the voices are uh ai generated voices but the kid writes little scripts and writes little sketches and he has like thousands of views with this nonsense and he was like kids like less than 10 years old and the dad was like yeah. oh what the shit my kid went viral and he's like okay yeah, thank god there's not... no like actual he's not posting footage of himself or whatever but you're talking no. about like that barrier of entry is so low that the kid's like how to make a 3d movie oh you can make your little guys and move around how do you make a voice oh ais can make voice and whatever and like which is wild to me in terms of the fact like they're they're clearly made by a child but then there's also so many children online that he's resonating with children with these weird little videos and you're just, but like that would be bonkers for me as a kid to imagine a world where I could actually make a little 3d animation with voices and stuff. And just like, I could just do that. I don't need any sort of real computer or software skills. Like, yeah. Another cool thing about you is you work, you said during the day you work with kids. Yeah. How's, that hard to is that hard to balance like your comedian side and your comedian world what's versus... the most hung over you've been at work is what i think I'm... uh <laughs> honestly I'm, I'm not a big drinker that's, at all. that's so, for that's, that's for the best for the, that's that's for the best for sure. it's never so it's, yeah I'm not, it's like I'll, I'll drink but like not like it's maybe like a one or beer or two like a mm. that's it, i don't really go off the crazy with it and then like uh uh i mean it's it's interesting, but it's like I get to be like silly and goofy there too, and like, yeah. uh, and, and I, I could get material out of it too, kind of in a way. Like I just need to sure. be better with it. Like it's 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 like yeah, it's pretty funny. It's an it's an interesting like it's a new perspective. So it's pretty That's cool. Especially because like Johnson Goddard was a teacher for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would hate like he would not want anything online at all about him because he was a teacher. And it's like like John has kind of walked away from the game now, and it's like. And God love him, but like I don't know if he would survive today because like so much of what we do has to be online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which well, makes that's it, it, that's... I imagine it makes it hard for you 
like this to keep it separate, right? Well, that's it. That's uh, like it kind of came up like actually like this week with like because uh, so like before, like at the start of the year, I, I was like a in class support person, so I'm just like I help people like the teachers in the classroom, but I was I'm not a teacher, like I don't have the degree or anything, I just have a university degree, but at, like at in like October. They were like, we need a substitute, and you have like a degree, like that's all you need to be a substitute. So like, the, now I'm like teaching like grade eight English for the yeah. rest of the year, which is like insane. Like I don't have a teacher's degree or anything. I'm just like, I, I, yeah. I, you, you, when I was in university, English go in. When I was in university, in. I didn't even have, uh, I didn't even have my degree, but I they, you, as long as I had, you had like a degree in progress, you could work as a sub. And I and because I had a car, I used to, I was teaching like kids in like grade five and six, and like. Uh, yeah, like Wabriant, yeah. because like none of the normal like substitute pool had a car like they were all in like montreal english yeah, school yeah, or whatever so you're like oh there's yeah, an yeah. english there's an english school in Wabriant, and i was like hey i can substitute teach they were like do you have a university degree and i was like no but i'm working on one like and they were like okay good enough and i was yeah, like come in yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's it so they like i already was working at the school and they're like okay yeah, you're just gonna teach that class for like the rest of the year it's like one group so, like, I, just a thing that I do with them every, like, class is I do, like, the joke of the day, mm. where I usually just, like, steal, like, a, a dumb joke from the internet. Like, they're never my jokes, because, like, like, I don't have, like, those little, like, one, like, punchline-y joke. Mm -hmm. And, like, so I just steal, like, stuff from the internet and just, like, tell them. And they're usually, like, terrible. They don't like it. But then, like, they, like, they know, like, I'm a comedian, so then they're, like, they're on the internet all the time. So they, like, looked me up on, like, YouTube and stuff, and they found... Like, I have one video where it's, like, it was just because uh, it's, like, a good video, but it's from, like, seven years ago, and it's, like, one of my, like, better, like, sets that I've had. But, and it's, that's, like, all my other videos are private. Like, that's the only one that's kind of public. And they found it, and they were, like, oh, sir, we saw your video. And I was, like, listen, like, I don't want you looking at my stuff. Like, mm. please, like, well, I, I don't want you going to your parents and, like, being, like, hey, look, this is my English teacher who's talking about, like, uh, like, sucking a dick or whatever yeah. and i'm just like i don't i don't want this like on the internet well that was for for years and years if you know the montreal wrestler green phantom right yeah, yeah like yeah. like that like he's he's a school teacher and i remember it made it like what was it like 20 2017 2018 or whatever like he did like the basically like came out as to who he was and like where i was like oh yeah he's joe fitzmorris and like the gazette did an article on him and everything but yeah but for years and years he was like yeah, he's a hardcore wrestler. Like you can Google the Green Phantom and watch him just like yeah. drenched in blood, smashing a dude with light tubes, and you're like, he's my history teacher, you know. And he, yeah. he kept it separated for like so much of his career. And I think that at a certain point with the internet and everything, he was like, you know what? Just screw it. <laughs> like, like the kid, kids are gonna find it, and it's weirder if I hide it. Sure. You know, like yeah. what's well, like? Uh, isn't that like it, that's a it, that's in Billy Madison, isn't it? Isn't it the principal is like a wrestler? Who like killed the guy and then they like the guy knows it. Yeah, I think that's, so, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny. But yeah, but like I can imagine, man, if you're like it's like twenty fifteen and you Google IWS Green Phantom stuff and you find out that your teacher is like like insane. Like not just a wrestler, right? Like Yeah, hardcore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the hardcore hero, the Green Phantom, and you can see him and sexy Eddie drinking their blood and stuff, and you're like, What am I? What is happening? How do you like put that together hey. with your your history teacher Bonk. Keith we're half an hour in I got some nerdy sports questions for Dan all right so all right we're gonna gonna, gonna move, move to you I know it's that's you, hang on just before 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 Chris jumps in are you a wrestling guy at all 
A uh, little, yeah. Little like bit, I okay. watched it during like, the Attitude Era. Like, okay, because I was, Cause like, I was gonna, I, I was gonna say, I was like, because I know Chris wants, wants and I watch it from time to time. Still, yeah, I have a fr- I, like my best friend is like a really big wrestling fan, so I'll watch it with him. But yeah, exactly. Jan- January for if is the best, not the best time, but it's like the best time to be a football wrestling fan because you're like you're building up to Royal Rumble in January and, and like the and the Super it's Bowl. Amazing. It's like exactly if you're yeah. if you're into both, that's it's everybody's <laughs> that's like. True. It's amazing, uh, but so just some nerdy, so some nerdy sports questions for you, Dan, yeah. uh, around the horn, if you will. Um, sure. So, who are your picks this weekend? First of all, and then who are your Super Bowl picks? Okay, so uh, so we got, we got we got Houston, Baltimore, first up. Yeah, so uh, I would love an upset. I would be personally, I would love an upset, but well, I want to hear your thoughts. So we played. So here are my thoughts. We played them the first week of the season. And we lost, we lost like 20, uh, 29 to like six or something like nothing. Like we got smoked, but apparently it was like seven, six until like the third quarter. Like they didn't, they didn't do anything on us. And it was like, it was Stroud's first game. And apparently like that was the game that he was like, I'm never like, I'm going to work hard the rest of the year. Like that was the motivator. Welcome to the NFL moment right away. Yeah, Yeah. So like, I think it was like. Uh, so I think it's going to be like real tight. The pro I think Baltimore's defense though is really sick. Uh, as much as like, listen, I love Houston, but I'm a realist. I'm going to take Baltimore. And also I don't want to jinx my team. I think picking Baltimore might be good. So I'll take uh, Baltimore in that one. And then San Fran Green Bay might be the biggest massacre we've seen all year. Yeah, I think San Fran, like I had a lot of those guys, San Fran's like guys in the, on my fantasy team. And they're just like, so good, and Green Bay's defense sucks. Like that's what it's kind of people Dallas, Dallas should have won that game. Dallas yeah, I was gonna say it. again as a as the outsider looking in, I was like, I understood Green Bay was middling, but then they like embarrassed Dallas. Well, they it, were like yeah. the lowest seed that made the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, that, that's it. Like I, I was, and I was at a at a bar that were like the owner support Green Bay, so like the regular support Green Bay and stuff, and like they, they were all kind of like okay like watching the last game of the season like and then like like the the energy level just mounted like rapidly in the bar people were kind of getting like the green bay fans were getting together to like pour one out for the team kind of thing you know, at 27 nothing i call my brother i'm like why do we ever pick the cowboys to win this yeah like yeah. why would we ever have faith because like you know like we do a little betting here uh, we, know, we know this show we do a little betting you know we do a little, yeah, same here. Same here. Little, little, little small. And it's like, why action. would we put confidence in the fucking Cowboys to ever do their job properly? And I'm never fucking betting on them again. I was, I was genuinely, so, genuinely disappointed. Where again, because I was like, oh yeah, I'm at this bar and with the, and it was like a kind of like a snowy cold Sunday. Talk, it, was, it was Four Origins in, uh, yeah, in, which is my neighborhood bar in uh, in Point Saint Charles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, everybody's like in for Green Bay. And I was like, OK, well, I guess I'm going to be like a little more invested because people are going to be cheering everything. And I was like, usually I use sports betting to care more about sports that I don't care about. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'll put I literally Sarah and I were about to put a couple bucks on Green Bay, like before kickoff. And and it th- th- would have been great. I would have been really excited hey, to have put a couple bucks on Green Bay. You're going to pay for your drinks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was like, God damn. Yeah, the only bets I won were like I, I kind of like I didn't want to pick any like winners because I was like it could have gone either way. I find in every game, 
but like the I just picked the overs like and they, it kind of worked out for me because like yeah. all those all the games last week were so high Especially scoring. Especially your game, yeah, the over hit like in the first first half. The yeah. only one that didn't hit and it was crazy. It like came up like like inch like was the Lions and Rams game was uh, which started off. It was like fifty one and a half, and it started like it was huge, and then they didn't score in the second half at all. Oh, buddy, I mean, yeah. so you see, so you're going Forty Niners over Packers, Buccaneers, Lions. Yeah. Um, the Lions. I'm gonna, gonna go win. with Lions. I'm gonna go with Lions. Yeah, yeah. Too. It's so we were so close to being in this game as a Rams. It was the game of the week. I thought first of all was the Rams Lions. That for sure. That that was the best like storyline and uh, most fun game to watch. Like it was actually tight. Was close. Uh, yeah. Stafford's an animal. Yeah, that's it. That was that was the cool the story of like Stafford against Goff is yeah. cool. I like that a lot. Uh, but yeah, no, I think Detroit Detroit got through their worst nightmare by a point and now they're going to beat Tampa before they But get... it, it's going to I think it's going to be close though. It's going to be because the yeah, that Lions Baker, the beat... Baker factor, man. Baker is a big underdog. I love it. And like like the like Tampa Bay's like offense is is still good. Like it's just so you replace like Tom Brady with Baker who's like doing a pretty good job out of it. And then like the, the cuz those receivers are sick in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah, my then... Godwin. Absolutely. And and the Lions' defense is a little suspect, so like it, it's going to be tighter than I think people think. Yeah, yeah, very. They they're susceptible to the big the big play. Yeah. Uh, no, I like uh, I like the Lions there, but I'm most worried about that game. To be honest, in terms of I'm not yeah because it's a, it's a dome as well, right? Like, like yeah, that, yeah, exactly. And that's like, good for both teams. Like it's yeah. always. Although, did you see that today? The reporter asked. Uh, yeah, the coach is like, we're playing in a dome. Yeah, we're playing he's in a like, dome. We're playing in a dome. <laughs> you know the reporter that? asked the coach, he's like, hey, coach, you uh, worried about the, the, the weather going into Detroit? Uh, how are you guys going to acclimate to that? And the guy's like, uh, we're playing in a dome. You know we play in a dome, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's just like, I think we'll be okay with the 10 seconds we have to get off the bus and into the tunnel. <laughs> Morons. And then, like, every time we call somebody makes fun of journalism nowadays, you have some like other journalists be like, that's because budget cuts in local news and that journalist is probably working ten jobs. And it's like, yeah, but Detroit's always played in a dome though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always it's always been a dome. <laughs> it was a silver dome before and now it's the fourth field. Yeah, but yeah. it's Detroit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, you can't I can't imagine you having a professional sports team in Detroit and not being able to put a put a Only cover Buffalo on it. To build a fucking st- build a roof. Speaking of, uh, game of the week, probably. Well, not, yeah. In my opinion, game of the week. I'm sure a lot of people's. Uh, the Chiefs and the Bills, this time in Buffalo. Yeah. I think it's that's got the, the tightest difference. odds of everything that I'm looking at here. Yeah. I think that's the difference maker, honestly, is that it's in. That's what they were saying kind of when Buffalo, the Buffalo game on Monday against the Steelers, they kept saying, like, well, now they're finally playing in Buffalo. Like, all the other games were in Kansas City. So I think being in Buffalo, it's going to, they're going to, Buffalo's finally going to beat the Chiefs. My only pushback is that I think the only time Mahomes has beaten Buffalo in the regular season is that he beat them in Buffalo. Um, so I wouldn't, and also it's it's Mahomes is a magician. He's like watching Gretzky play in his prime. Like yeah, he there was a fourth and five the other day on his, on the Saturday night where it's like. The, the pocket collapses right away and he just like scrambles out for 20 like 29 yards and yeah, it's, yeah. he's not even a runner the field's frozen and he's what he's running like he has to take a shit and it's like this guy and no one can catch him 
It's not just that he you can see it. it's like it's like in the Super Bowl. He never like, runs, yeah, but when he does, it's like he's really good at it. Yeah. I just think he's he's a great. There were some throws, but did you week. see did you see Allen's run though? That was a sweet oh, run. Josh the fifty-two insane, yards, yeah, yeah. the fifty-two yarder. That was insane. One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no, like, no, no. like he's like, kind of. I find that game like, and one of my friends like messaged me while the game was on. He was like, I like Josh Allen should be more in the MVP conversation than he is. Like a lot of people aren't really talking about him as much. Yeah, I think he still had like a forty like combined. Like I think he's had like four in a row now, like a forty yeah. touchdowns, like a season, like running and touchdowns. throwing. He rushed for fifteen touchdowns this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a like, he that's insane. Piece, yeah. Yeah, get a like, piece here. Uh, no, but I think there's too many old heads in football that still care about turnovers. And yeah. I'd rather a guy who has 50 touchdowns and 20, 20 picks than a guy who has 25 touchdowns and five turnovers. Yeah. Also, at the same time, if <laughs> anyone tells you that they wouldn't want Josh Allen as their quarterback, like, that person's insane. Why? Like, Why? I wouldn't trust their opinion. Yeah. Like, would you, what would you rather have, Josh Allen or Tua? Like, oh, I'd take Josh Allen, yeah. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Like, 100%, you know? 100%, yeah. Yeah, like, anyways. No, and, it's, uh, and I was just looking this up. Casey now has the only Kelsey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Taylor league is Swift. down to Kelsey. Taylor Swift going to Buffalo. You know how much she's going to love that man to go watch football in minus 50 degree weather? It'll be fun. That It'll is be so fun. That's, the memes, again, I love the Well, internet. she did. She went to the cold game, so, mm-hmm. like, that was pretty. Yeah. yeah, but that was a home game, Buffalo. though. Like that, that was like you can't. But still, it's, it, I don't think Buffalo gets as cold as Kansas City does. No, like, just yeah. snowy. Yeah, but yeah, just was, a lot um, of snow. There was a picture of uh, you remember remember during the the Clinton Trump election there in 2016. There was a picture of Clinton to. walking through like a basic New York apartment, and like there was a freeze frame of her looking around, looking kind of horrified <laughs> at what she was seeing. Yeah, yeah, it was like was one, of, one, of those, memes. one of those, like... That was Buffalo. Yeah, one, yeah there was a bunch of memes of like Taylor Swift next Sunday watching people jump through tables in Buffalo. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, true. yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that that <laughs> was... I, but it's not even done. It's, it's a forever thing. The The collision of fandoms was, again, very, I, I can't very crazy to watch like... as, a, as a fan of neither. <laughs> like, I was just like, boy, these people... Everybody, everybody cares about their things so much. Like the football Speaking fans of, who were like anti Swifty, and then the Swifty fans who were like anti football. I have a PSA. Hit it. You're actually a dumbass. Like you're just a dumbass if you don't understand why the NFL will show Taylor Swift. That's big. You're, it's you're huge. Stupid. She Eminem sold out the ACC the like multiple nights in a row. Every chance they got. A hundred percent. It's engagement. It's Taylor Swift is engagement on Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. And it's like bringing girls into football. Yeah, I think there's the been NFL a lot won. of like women's jerseys sold like so yeah. much this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah, like, well, yeah, well, well, and, the, well, and K- jerseys Casey, aren't cheap anymore. Casey like, jersey sales went through the roof in general. Obviously, Kelsey, you know, getting the, the brunt the, of that. He's the leading jersey sale in the league. But just in he's general, though, they, they so good at football. They went, no. went bonkers. Like I forget what it was, but I, I'm I'm gonna pull the number out of my ass. But it was just like when Taylor Swift started dating Travis Kelsey, it was something like doubling their jersey like sales, as they were already like huge because they're like the Super Bowl champs. Like you know, like it was like they already had were one of the top selling, and even then their volume still doubled. You know, like you were like they were already a, a top merch 
Like, how much do you have to hate women to like, get annoyed by this? <laughs> Not to get annoyed. To, to care. get mad. But about also it. to care. Get mad about like, it. Like Tony Dungy got like mad, like crazy. Yeah, it's like Tony. Tony, that was an unhinged. But he's a he's a dinosaur though. Like on the fuck, like dinosaurs need to get out of like the sport. Like yeah, absolutely. I I saw somebody clap back a bit on the Dungy tweet when they were like, "Actually, you know what's killing the game? Uh, Like numerous criminals being allowed to do whatever they want. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true. Play." NFL making it impossible to watch certain games by putting them on streaming services that nobody has. Yeah. <laughs> like so the true. referees every week deciding games for themselves and the rules yeah. changing week to week between officials. That's another thing. And I don't mean to be ageist or ableist, but if you're if you're over the age of fifty, you can't ref hockey or football anymore. Bottom no. line. Bottom no. line. I don't care how shape you are in. Go go ref minor sports. We need young people refing the biggest games of the year. Money's on the line here, Keith. Yeah, okay, I got parlays. But I saw I saw a thing like uh, I think it's it's I don't know if it's still a thing, but like a lot of like refs in the NFL are like doc like they they're lawyers doctors and, and like lawyers and yeah, yeah they make a lot of money already because it's like it's supposed to be like so that they're not inclined to get I guess like take action or whatever like. <laughs> Take they're, part-time, it's their, they're part-time employees. Uh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Other... Like the NHL and NBA, at least they have full-time, like they give full-time jobs to these guys. The NFL, it's like part-time jobs. I was going to yeah. say, the, See you, Sunday, you, you, talk, like you talked about blackouts. Like blackouts are bonkers. Like it's just like it, it's, did you, did you hear the thing about uh, Montebo when the Habs were down in Florida? So I don't know. He was like sick or whatever else, but he like literally, he was sitting there in a Florida hotel and could not watch the Habs game. The game. Yeah, pl- yeah. They were playing Tampa because they were like, because of blackouts, we couldn't watch it. On, for some reason, wasn't on the hotel sports package and he couldn't get it on his NHL center ice on his iPad. So he's like, I literally, I'm sitting here in Florida. Well, like the, the team, like they were like, the team figured it out. And I was like, dude watched an illegal stream of his own team sitting like across the street from the arena. Like... <laughs> Well, I just read that Amazon basically bailed out Bally Sports, which is like a big local like chain of sports channels in the states for basketball yeah, yeah. and hockey. It used and to be like Fox Sports, I guess. It used to be right? Fox Sports and became yeah. Bally Sports. Uh, yeah. It's actually like very tied up into like big time political shit. Mm. With uh, what's that um, overarching company there? Not Fox, the other one. Oh, I know, like the one that owns all the local stations there. I don't. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's a creepy yeah. name. Anyway, so Bally Sports was Amazon bailed them out, and now they own them. But like, we're slowly, slowly going to like pay Bezos for everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw like I think people are paying like more for like all these like streaming services than they were like for like cable, cable and internet. Like, it's Dude, so funny. Like, I was ta- I, I was complaining about this about wrestling for AEW. I two two or three years ago, I got a service that was five dollars a month to watch AEW Weekly. It went up to eight, and now it's up at fourteen. And I was like, "No, I'm not I'm not paying fourteen dollars a month to watch a couple of weekly wrestling shows. What are we? That's not a thing. It's not worth fourteen dollars. Absolutely not. But I'm just saying. But even have... like, I remember we went like my buddies and I went in on a couple. Uh, went on an NHL Center Ice a couple years ago, and you're like, "Yeah, it's like a couple hundred dollars for it." And then you're like, "Subject to blackouts," and I'm like. Yeah. I just paid it. If you if you charge me three hundred dollars for the season, I better be able to watch whatever game I want to watch, guys. Like, what are we talking about? No, nope. It's you need to if you want to watch this game online, you need to have 
this like center ice and subscribe to Sportsnet on your cable package. I was like, I don't have cable. That's why I bought center ice. You idiots. Like it's let's say you have crave $15. You have Netflix. What, what's Netflix now? Does anybody know? Netflix is up at like 15, oh, it's, like, 16. It's, uh, it's expensive now. I think Netflix. It's like 18, like, let's say Netflix. It's like 14, I think 14. Yeah. It depends on it. And they're all going now. They're all throwing ads in too. like, you're like, want to lower yeah. your value cost, bring ads. Amazon prime is adding ads. They're like to keep your normal rate. This, the normal rate is now going to be ad supported. You have to upgrade. You get Prime. You got to get Prime. You got to get Prime. Let's say you get Prime I will, for free. With I them. will say I'm don't do this, but a buddy of mine does it, and and I'm always like IPTV. No, no, no. I mean, yes, but I'm just saying. But what he does is he only ever subscribes to one at a time. So he'll be like, I'll let, I'll like, I'll watch, I'll get Netflix for three months, blast through everything that Netflix has done this year, then I get prime for three months blast through everything prime does he's like i subscribe to one at a time and then just like binge what they have and then i'll just like that's really smart and disciplined and i will never do that yeah that's but, but at the same time that also that the ed's you know we've talked a lot about sports I want in the episode I want that, that kills you when it gets to sports because sports have to be watched live you know like it's dude you there's no point in watching a game what more than two days later like maybe you can get away with a 24-hour blackout period if you're very disciplined your phone, yeah. yeah yeah that's it maybe and then after that you're never gonna watch a game older than yesterday's like well if- you don't watch tape i don't watch you're tape. not watching tape <laughs> you're not watching tape i will say so the other thing we were you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not watching zone entries to see how the canadians are doing ta- i will say though and again, I know that this is because they just want to get as many eyes on the product as possible. But the fact that every single PWHL game is streaming on YouTube is great for multiple reasons. Like I, I was telling Chris, I, uh, my wife got me season tickets to the to the Montreal team. Oh, nice! But like, I like literally when I'm going to get beer, I'll just pop it over on YouTube. So like, I like because there's no friggin' screens in Verdun or even in Place Bell like to watch it. So I can like watch the game on YouTube. While it's there, very quickly for free, not looking Plus, for. Though, we gotta get some TVs. Come on, come on, Jeff. They, abso- they, they absolutely do need televisions, and it it, bla- it blows my mind. Verdun, I get it. Verdun, I get it. It's fucking Verdun. It's Verdun, but like Class like, Bell, there's Plus no screens Bell? in the in the hallway. Like, what are we talking that's, about? That's 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 a, that's erroneous. And I'm trying to think. I was like, I, I've, it's been a while since I've been at the Bell Center, but the, I don't remember, think there's screens in the Bell Center either. And like, I've, oh, there is. Is there? Yeah. In the bathrooms, the water, they have the game on. Yeah, it, it's like in the yeah, it's in the corridor. Okay, that's it. Because where was I? MSG, MSG had it in the bathrooms. I want to say, I think it was MSG. It was either somewhere in Montreal. It was either New York that's or Boston. Got it, though. That was great. <laughs> it was either New York or Boston. One of the the arena had it. Rogers, Boston. Rogers Stadium, in Toronto, the baseball stadium. They have TVs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's sports for that. Yeah, yeah, that's all. There. And the thing is too is if if you do want to watch yesterday's game or watch whatever, you can go and check the whole game out because YouTube just archives it automatically. So and again, again, I know that that's that is absolutely not going to disappear as they drum up and get a contract and TV contract or whatever no, makes no, the money it, off it. it. It'll stay around. It'll just be behind a paywall. Like, yeah, like I exactly. know for Canadians for football, we use the zone or Tazin or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could go watch any game from like five, five, six years ago, full games. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a loser. So sometimes I'll put on like old games to make me happy when the Rams lose. So I'll go watch like a, the Rams versus Vikings in 2018 on Thursday Night Football when we score like five touchdowns in a row. Yeah, because I'm weird. And and my brother makes fun of me all the time. But like, I'll watch old episodes of Hard Knocks, for example. Yeah. We'll get Hard Knocks on HBO. Hard Knocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I and they used to be like uh, the Premier, the English Premier League used to be on the zone. But then they got rid- like a, I think soccer is like has its own thing now. Yeah, or, yeah. There's there's or still fo- or football or something. Yeah, or something. Bundesliga, I think, on the zone. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, Apple yeah. bought MLS. Apple bought all the yeah. distribution rights to MLS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. There's still not some not soccer. They, they yeah. also have randomly. I think they, they have, have uh, champ- they have Champions League. I think too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's and stuff. they randomly have um, like darts what, and stuff and like darts. race. Yeah. And the MLB network, but no actual baseball games. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's very weird. Uh, uh, Chris, you want to hit five your, questions, bud? Yeah, before you do five questions, then the uh, Super Bowl. Pick. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, Super, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to pick uh, the Ravens. I think the Ravens are the best like team in the league. And okay. then uh, that's the AFC pick. And then the NFC pick, I'm going to go. Uh, uh, I'm going to say the Lions. Let's go with the Lions here. I like it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I think the four like I I would have said the Forty Niners, but they like I don't want to see the Forty Niners and Ravens again. I saw we saw that a couple weeks ago. Didn't it wasn't that good of a game? No, I would imagine it'd be better this time though because the the rematch is usually better. Yeah, I'm and Purdy won't throw Niners. four interceptions this time. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs Niners. Chiefs Niners, yeah. Yeah, that's not a, yeah from a couple years ago. But too. I think the four teams we just mentioned are going to be the final four. I think the final yeah. four is going to be the Chiefs and the Ravens and the Lions and the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. I just think Mahomes is inevitable. Um, yeah. Yeah, you think he goes into Buffalo? I think, yeah, I think he goes in there and crushes their hearts and takes their spirit again. And With I'm very, worried. very, very little, you know, in the game, I do want the Bills to win because I feel that, like, the Bills are the closest thing to a home team. Like, yeah. like, so there are so many local Bills fans, and I've just known them to always have their hearts broken forever. For like, like since I was, like, for the last. Oh, like, I have so many Bills fans in my own family. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. and they're just like, and it's just sad. And I've texted them this week. I'm like, you guys ready? And I was like, no, this is the year. This is the they're, year. The Bills kind of like since I I don't no. hate them, be like since they're not actually from Toronto, but like the Bills are kind of the Leafs in my mind. Like in terms, of in a way, like you know, they're what I was talking about before. Like they're the biggest loser team ever. Like you can't hate the Bills. Like yeah. that's the th- I find you like they're a lovable team. Like even if you're like yeah, they're good, like you're it, you don't feel bad cheering for them because it's like they went to four straight Super Bowls and lost. Like <laughs> they're the biggest loser like team ever. Like you gotta and, like and, I, I and love them. The reason, at least. At least again, outwardly, you guys might be able to confirm it. Is that the fans know it, which which is the difference of the Leafs? Because like the yeah. fans always like Leafs fans are intolerable because yeah. they always think that they're like. But Bills fans are so humble for the most part. They're like, "Here come the Bills!" Sigh. Like they're like sad Eeyores most of the time. Well, my first my first ever game was a Buffalo game, and the fans are like, "Oh God, we're like we suck!" Like that was like the attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's so funny. Like it's, that's what I'm saying. Which which makes like, them like you're not, you're not that bad. Like you have a good team, and they're like, "No, we suck. We're gonna blow it somehow." They know it. Yeah, like, they're like, like don't you worry. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, five questions, Keith. You wanna go? Sure. You wanna uh, kick it off? Yes. Uh, so Keith uh, and I and our podcast team we do. A very original segment where we ask our guests at the end of the episode for five questions, nice. but it is a bit unique. Um, we ask, is it like the uh, inside the actor studio questions, like very, those types? Very of much not like that. <laughs> no, um, okay, but also not <laughs> unlike that. Not unlike. I, I like those questions. I I think I'd ask those at the end of my podcast. That's what I'm going to do. I'm stealing that idea. <laughs> so what we do? 
So what we do is we ask you three questions that we've asked every guest uh, in the last year and a bit. We haven't yeah. came up with new questions yet for 24. Then we ask you a question that was asked by our last uh, guest. They asked a, our blind next guest a question. Oh, it's like paying it forward like mm-hmm. in the Tim exactly. Hortons. And right. then you pay it forward with your next question. You ask the next guest a question. Nice. Which we will answer in the interim. Nice. So question number one is, what is your hottest take in general? It doesn't have to be sports or comedy. It could be whatever. Yeah. What, right now, hottest what's take your of the hottest, skip, your Skip Bayless take that you got? Oh, um, hottest take. Uh, I'm going to say, um, oof, this is a hot take. Hot take. You got uh, it. Man. You've been spitting football takes all Oh. Yeah, I know. I, I, I okay. Yeah, uh, Bill Belichick is going to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, they're I gonna like give it. him. They're gonna give him full. Like he's gonna be the GM and the coach. They're gonna give. Him, that's what I think he wants. And but that's why I think that's why he he left New England. They don't want to give him that anymore. So I think he's going to get full control of the the Falcons. Is that is that a thing that happens in football? Like, has there ever been like a GM coach? Rarely, it's very rare. It's very rare. Yeah, because I mean, it's like the only thing that strike jumps out is uh, oh, what is it? Oh, Tor- the, Tor- the, the Toronto way, guy yeah. in Pittsburgh. Why did it not not Keith keeps the coach? Oh uh, yeah, like Dubis. Dubis, yeah, like Dubis being like hockey ops and GM. He's not coaching, but like. No, that yeah. that's one of the rare ones and not an interim basis he's like no i just have both titles and i don't want to deal with well, this. when well, football it's like, you have full control over the roster and like your staff so yeah. like that's yeah. it's kind of unheard of yeah. it's like nuts yeah yeah uh we, it won't be dallas because they just announced that michael clark is coming back yeah i saw that yeah and, yeah. and i think another guy didn't get fired too uh i thought or maybe it was just mccarthy i, I thought i saw two yeah, I like, saw like McCarthy a quickly yeah yeah, that's I mean, dumb. I, they should have fired McCarthy. Like McCarthy is not. Uh, no, he's not. He's not very bright. He's not bright. Although uh, McCarthy suffers from uh, what some people would call um, big man, big man uh, problems. Okay. Where you know, like uh, you see a guy who in power or in authority who's overweight, and you think he's he, he can't do the job because he like, he can't control his own weight. Like, how could he possibly control a room full of men? That's true. And like so, you automatically think he's a bit of a slob or a bit of an idiot or a bit of a doofus, and it's, it's a real thing. Like it's not like something I'm like, oh, it's a it's thing. Real, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a real. And it, like McCarthy's actually had that problem his whole career, where people yeah. have underestimated him because he's a big guy. Uh, yeah. And it's funny because Andy Reid is a bigger guy, and you yeah. never think of it like that because everyone Andy thinks he's a genius. Way yeah, more successful, and he's yeah. just so lovable. Yeah, McCarthy's kind yeah. of a douche. Well, it's you can't like, be a uh, douche and a big guy. Chris Christie knows this. You can't be a douche <laughs> and a big guy. Well, dude, like way. it's like those. I find the 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 Andy Reid commercial like so insulting. Like to him, like the one where he's just like eating all the food on the table. It's, it's like insane. what the fuck? What the fuck did they do like this for? Like this is crazy. Like and Andy's just there doing it and giving her. <laughs> Take yeah, it. just to like, I want to hang out with Mahomes, like make a few extra bucks, like yeah, whatever. Like I'm just, I get to eat chicken nuggets. That's cool. Like that's yeah. Cool. He, he, he Take those paydays, man. <laughs> oh. Listen, State Farm has to give that money. Yeah, absolutely. Question number two. Keith. Question number two. Uh, to you, who is the star of Sesame Street? 
Uh, Star of Sesame Street. I'm gonna say Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> That's fucking right, Dan. This younger yeah. generation, these younger kids. I think it's. I don't. Yeah, I mean, Elmo is like for sure. Like that was the first face that popped into my head when I thought of Sesame. He's a, Street. He's a money maker. No, like. Well, the Tickle Me Elmos, man, those, those were huge. I don't know if you remember when those oh, yeah. came out. That was like that was insane. That was that know. was the those first like, like uh, the first thing that I was aware of as being like you're like one of those like kill your people to get it like like fights in the mall yeah, and like that and like a t- the the teeny babies too. Those were insane. Like that we yeah, but we be- were really babies. Into, like, people stuff, were chasing stuff. like specific ones, right? Like Tickle Me Elmo was yeah. just it's there is only one, and you're just chasing that like it's... we had like those remember furbies too like we did that too like we were weirdly into like these stuffed animal things if, like, stuffed, if so... you had a stuffed animal that could talk and move around a little bit that was it was that, that was, was you, it you were cool yeah you're late 90s guy. early 2000s that was it yeah yeah i remember the what do you call it tamagotchis also were the the other oh yeah yeah those things were great yeah like oh i beat tamagotchi so i beat tamagotchi <laughs> It's a it's a hard yeah, thing to do. Again. What's that, Chris? What'd you say? I said I. Oh no, I thought you were you were, you were commenting on the fact that I beat my Tamagotchi. Not beat him like physically. Like so, typically uh, when you're playing no, I, when you're playing Tamagotchi, there's two normal endings. One is it dies, and the other is it goes away on a UFO. And neither one of that is considered like winning. Winning Tamagotchi is you end up with like a self sufficient Tamagotchi that you don't need to feed or do anything. You can just play with it. It's just like it sticks around. It like chooses not to go back to its home planet on the little thing that sounds a little date that's like the it's like a weird terminator 2 scenario like <laughs> my tamagotchi became self-aware and it just yeah. murdered everyone I, I i and then i had so i had this perfect tamagotchi which like everyone was like you can't beat tamagotchi and i was like you can and i have like subsequently confirmed it with internet searches that are like yeah it's like you have to like run things perfect and and plus a bit of luck sure, and all sure, that sure. And then yeah. I dr- I dropped the, the thing and it like was just enough to reset the chipboard and it was like reset and there's a little egg and I was like no I killed him <laughs> like I just I smacked the chipboard and it like reset the little because it's just like a basically a watch right like there's no more computing power on a Tamagotchi than a Casio like yeah it's very frustrating uh, Chris got question three for us I do. Um... What's been the most important piece of media that you've ever consumed? It could be a book, uh, it could be a biography, it could be a, a magazine, a song, TV show, a like song, yeah, like something uh, that you something that you consume, a news article, something that really changed your path or your life um, over the years that you've like you know you're 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 a well-read guy. Like, what see, this is yeah, the actor yeah. studio question. This so is like, the question, exactly. <laughs> so I guess for me, there was one moment that I remember very like vividly was it's so it's so like random too. I was in like uh, Brussels, like in Belgium, and I went to uh, Flex. like the uh, the Rene Magritte Museum. Like he's okay. uh, like he's an artist. Like he's a surreal artist. You know, like the the. It's like that famous painting of like it's a guy, but there's like an apple in front of his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's who that like that's that's him. Mm-hmm. And like I went to his museum, and it was like like just walking around. Like there was like a like that was like kind of the first time I've ever like really like felt inspired by like art. I was just mm-hmm. like, wow, like this is like 
so cool what he did and it was like i want to be like good at art like not art, like at, at my thing or, or be good at something like that could like inspire someone like this yeah that's super cool i, 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 fi- I find art is like that where you're just sort of like oh you think you think you have a handle on it because you've seen like pictures of it on the internet or whatever and then sometimes yeah. when you're in there and you're face to face and you're like oh what like the yeah his things were like like it wasn't even like it was just like art that like made you like think in a yeah. way like it was it was yeah it was just like words or whatever and like he, he had like he has a famous one it's like a pipe and then it's like it's in french it's like ceci n'est pas un pip yeah. and you're like oh okay like that's like you're like that's an interesting like take like yeah. it's such a interesting art uh, the other, yeah the other thing i love doing much to my wife's chagrin is <laughs> like I, I love to try to kind of like retrospectively like think about like the time like that that was like a history student and stuff but like think about like what was going on in the time and politically and you're like and like nobody else was doing this stuff and like kind of like, like a lot of those like avant-garde artists and whatever else is you're yeah, like yeah. oh yeah they didn't have the internet they didn't have whatever like this stuff was like purely coming from their head at a time where this was not the style of anything and like i start to get in my own head about like yeah. Oh, this guy's thinking on a completely different level. Not like he went to like our abstract, saw a lot of abstract art, and then started doing it. You know, like yeah, you're, yeah. The the brain was just like functioning on a completely different different level, and just like so creative in a time where you couldn't just listen to any music or look at all art on the internet or whatever else. And it's like that that stuff starts to be like staggering to me when I'm in museums, <laughs> like. I, I do have a bonus question before we get to the um, yeah to the uh, I, the last. I just minutes. want to add also, sorry, because right, I, 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 I I hate myself for not saying this too. I just it kind of popped in like to my head, media wise, and also it's like huge. I guess for my com is the Simpsons one. Like is my it's probably my oh, favorite. Like sure. not the like new. I don't like the new Simpsons. Obviously, I'm not crazy, but like the like the when the simpsons was good like that's the best television in my opinion that's like ever existed i think like that was so good even if it was a cartoon like it was it was done so well like the referencing and like the names like you see like of of the people involved it was like so there were so many good people like the simpsons for sure is one of the easiest for me 98s 99s it was like the late 90s like season five through nine or whatever it is like I forget. Yeah, like three. I would say like three to thirteen. Like a lot of people have a weird range. Like I think thirteen. Some people say I I go too far, but I I like a few episodes in season thirteen. So it's like some of the stuff in the the later years are good. Like that's it. It it got better. I I've watched it recently. The newer stuff, and I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as like it's not the worst it's ever been. Like I I remember when it was like really bad. So it was. Yeah, I feel it. The the worst stretch was probably about like maybe ten. 10-ish years ago when it was trying to like it was kind of trying, trying to get family guy. yeah it was, it was trying to be family yeah it was trying, trying to be family trying to guy, like, exactly. bang, 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 like that punchy punchy reference heavy yeah. family guy like all a bunch of non sequiturs and whatever else like it was yeah it was trying it's to be family guy. family guy well yeah it's a different yeah. thing it's a completely different, different thing, style exactly. of joke like you're, you're and you're just looking at like simpsons should the core of Simpsons should always be like a family sitcom, and then it yeah, spreads from it, there. Yeah. Not a bunch of non sequiturs, whatever. Like it's anyway. Also, Ted on Apple looks amazing, and um, that that looks like a lot of fun. Um, Young Ted. 
Young oh, Ted. I heard it's yeah. I heard it's I've great. Every everybody that's watched it tell me it's great. It looks so funny. I want yeah. I want to watch it for sure. But I can't add another another streaming service. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. You Very quickly, sports sports nerd question again. One last one I forgot to ask you. What do yeah. you do for the Bears? What do I think? Oh, if I, uh, if I'm the Bears, uh, I uh, it depend. I think I think you keep the pick, but you don't draft the quarterback. I think you, I you I don't Harrison? think you get. I think, uh, but it, like that's it. I don't I don't know if you waste the first overall pick on you don't. It's not wasting, but I don't think you use the first overall pick on a receiver. Maybe if they like, I when you trade down, other, you could trade down. Yeah, they I called yeah, me if you want to trade up. But they even have another one at like twelve, I think, or something. So like, tr- use that one to trade up, and then maybe get Harrison at like three, and then get like the best O lineman or D lineman available. Like I think that's like you have to build like through that, and I, and I don't know, but. At the same time, I I'm I'm I don't like Fields. Like, I don't think Fields is that good of a quarterback. So it's like, I but okay. but apparently Caleb Williams doesn't want to play in Chicago. So it's like, if you're not gonna take him, like I don't I don't know. There's like and drink me drink me terrifies me. As a guy don't don't play. take another like they should learn. Don't take another North Carolina quarterback. Like yeah, don't, exactly, you should never do like, it again. Don't do it again. Like you yeah. learn from the Trubisky. Do, thing. do the don't NFL rights work the same way that like? the NHL does like the, like the infamous, like Lindros signing where you're like, we're picking Lindros, even though he said he's not going to play here. And then we're going to trade him for half a team. Like, well, uh, yeah. Eli Manning is the last Eli one. Manning did that. Yeah. He kind of, and I think that's what, if Caleb, if Caleb Williams does, like if he's going to do that, but cause he declared for the I don't, draft. I don't buy that. He doesn't want to play in Chicago, by the way. I think he does. Yeah. Maybe he just wants more money. Like that's how he's yeah. going to get more money from them. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna make a lot of money off the field in Chicago more than he's gonna make in like Washington. Yeah, but I think yeah, like if yeah, I'd like to get like Marvin Harrison Jr. is gonna be I think a stud or something, you know. But uh, but if he goes to Arizona, I think that's pretty cool too. He's gonna play with Kyler Murray, which would be pretty sick. And like, and they already have they they have Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Yeah, they'd have a pretty good. Oh yeah, streets to your division. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to see that. Send yeah. Marvin to New England. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Or the Chargers. That's fine too. Uh, no, no. But if I'm, yeah, if I'm, it's tough, right? Like, I mean, it's but so I think tough. it's so tough. It's tough I, I think Fields would be better somewhere else. So, like, maybe yeah, you trade him away. Like, I just, I think no, it's second, just like no, Chicago. It's insane. Chicago's never had a four thousand yard passer in their history. It's Dude, like one of the, it's one of the crazy. longest like franchises ever. Like it's I know it's so like, crazy. And Stroud did it this year. Like so, it's like Stroud I have a ro- my rookie quarterback did it before any of your quarterbacks in the history. Like it's hilarious. It's fucking nuts. It's so uh, what's the question you want to ask our next guest? Then? No, you missed question four from our last guest, bro. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Come on. Uh, so, so we had uh, Rob on from the Montreal Pinball Arcade on Girard. I don't know if you know okay. this establishment. It's no, I've just no. told everybody about this. It's my greatest find in Montreal. There's a place on Girard, and on Friday nights, it's fifteen dollars for free play pinball, and they have like twenty, thirty machines, and wow. it, which is which is wild because like I was like pinball is one of those things that like I was like arcades have died because your game console at home can do it, but like you can't have a pinball machine, man. There's something like at best at best you can own one. To like, yeah, that's it. It's usually one. You see one. It's pretty. Yeah. Yes, like some that's... some lucky kid has one in the basement. <laughs> you know, like 
But yeah, like if I ever hit it big, like if I ever got rich, I I'm I'm for sure getting one pinball for my like game room or whatever in my mansion. Yeah, that yeah, I yeah. Get. they're so it's yeah, so like, cool. I like I've always been fascinated with pinball since I was a kid, and and just and like I said, the, to me the big problem with pinball in general is usually the like the cost of entry. Like it'll take you like ten bucks to figure the game out. Like before you're yeah. really playing, you're just like dropping quarters. You don't know how the multipliers work or what, what you're doing to score. You're just like keeping the ball up. And when you're sitting there on free play, as long as there's no one behind you, you're like, here we go. I just put in like the equivalent of like $25 into this one machine. <laughs> but now, yeah. now I can play last action hero pinball. Like anyway, uh, so they're and they're but their main business is they actually like sell and repair machines and they do like full okay. full restorations on all them on all these like classic machines and stuff. So that's they're only open Fridays and Sundays to the to the public. Uh, and obviously, we kind of got to talking about like, weird paths to getting there because it's like the guy didn't you know nobody i think dreams up about becoming like a pinball mechanic you know like that's no. that's not like a <laughs> very neat yeah exactly yeah. that's it uh so yeah he was just sort of uh how did wanted to know uh how did you how did you get into what you're doing like what, okay. what was the path towards and i guess we're okay. gonna say comedy uh over education so I'll do, I'll do but both. or all of them yeah, if you want if we, got, if we got time i can do both so education <laughs> They're both quick stories. Okay. Education is like, uh, so uh, I was living in Toronto for a while. And then I, during the pandemic, I moved back here because all my family was here. And I didn't have a job or whatever. And I was like, okay, I could just do what I'm doing now back in Montreal and like closer to family and stuff. So I moved back here. And like the first job I got uh, was I was working for UPS as a delivery driver. And like, I was like terrible at this job and I hated it. I wouldn't make any of my deliveries like all, and that's pretty much the only point of that job is to yeah, make I was going to say I was like yeah. I was a delivery man who didn't make deliveries I didn't know? make deliveries like and, and it's so funny cuz when people are think like when they're looking like when whenever I'm with people that are tracking like a package and they're like where the hell is this thing and I'm like well they probably have a driver like me who's like I'm not making any of the deliveries like it's so funny <laughs> so like I had that job and then like I uh I I quit slash got fired or whatever. I, I got, I quit. So then like, uh, uh, you can't fire I me. My, I quit. <laughs> so, so my mom's uh, friend is the, was the principal at my, my old high school. Mm -hmm. And she was like, we need people to do like the in-class support thing. Mm -hmm. Like we're looking for people. Uh, and like, I just was like, it was literally like two days after like I lost, like I, I stopped working at UPS and they're like, like tell him to come in and he can start working. I was like, okay. So I was like, I needed a job. So it was perfect timing. And I went in and now it's like, yeah, it just, that led to, I've been, I was doing that for three years of the in-class support thing. And then they found out that I had a degree and now I'm a substitute like for one period a day. And then uh, I do my other thing for the th other three periods. Yeah. Big te the teacher shortage of Montreal is yeah, everything, exactly. everything's yeah, coming up Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I weaseled my, I snaked my way through becoming a teacher without a degree. And I, it's like, I'm impressed with myself. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like, uh, I mean, catch me if you can, you know, like the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Yeah. I feel I'm like that guy. That's how I Yeah, feel. I felt that way when uh, I was, when I was subbing, I was literally like, like I was, I was like, like 20, oh I was like goodness. 20, 21 when I was doing it too. And I was like, there is no way these parents would want me to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and, and then I ended up like, uh, one of the, the, like uh one of the teachers got like burnout or whatever and i was just around and they were like yeah, yeah. it's just going to be easier to it was like april and they were like april may june do you want this to be like full-time and i was like yeah 
because like basically because basically like university you're done so it was like a struggle right at the end for finals and i was like studying a lot in in class while i was teaching kids but it was like like yeah like you're end of april you're done university so then like may june i was like i got nothing going on i can work five days a week for like more money than i could possibly make anywhere else at age 21 like yeah it's perfect yeah that was that was that was wild (laughs) just uh and 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 comedy yeah yeah. and comedy was uh so when like i always was like uh big on like i'd watch the just for laughs like on comedy network Mm -hmm. all the time like religiously and like i just love stand-up and so like like when i was like 18 i started writing like jokes or whatever or things that i thought were jokes and then uh it took me forever to uh, like I, I did it like I, I'd go to the open mics at the nest and I would just watch and be like, OK, like, can I do this? I'm like, not yet. Like I was st- like still like so nervous to do it. And how and long, then one how of long my, ago like, was this? Like we're trying to just put put you. So I was, you, yeah, so Chris eight, was saying so 18, it was 2008. OK, because, yeah, because Chris was saying you've been doing it for what, a good 10, 10, 12 years. Seven. seven I've been doing it for seven, like full time. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. 2016 full time. OK. But like the, so then, so this was like, yeah. And then, uh, so 18, yeah, it's 2008. And then uh, when I was in, um, and then, yeah. And then one of my good friends, uh, Pete Makarov is like also like a comedian. Pete! too. And like, yeah. Pete. So I, I've known him. I've known that guy like since elementary school, like his mom was my, our teacher and my mom was the principal. So like, it was like that kind of like, yeah. we were like the Kings of the school and like the, <laughs> So like he was like, oh, I've like I'm gonna. He's like he told me like, oh, I'm writing jokes like now, and I was like, oh, I've been writing jokes for a while too, and then he was like, that was happening for a bit, and then all of a sudden like a couple weeks later, like maybe like a few months later, he was like, hey, I'm going up at the communist. You should come watch. I was like, you're going like you started writing after me, like so I was like, I this is like I have to go, and that was like when I first like signed up for my like first open mic at the Nest. And then I did it then. And I think I did it like three times when I was like 22 years old. And then I stopped until I was 26. So I like that was in 2016. And then after that, I started doing it full time again. And so it's just like to summarize, it was, it was I'm guessing, no, 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 but I'm just saying that was so it was just like <clears throat> my you... friend who like un, un, unintentionally like was like, I, I was like, I have to do it now. Like this, like you. We used to talk about like I used to tell you that I was writing jokes, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool." Mm-hmm. And now that you're going up, like I have to go up. Yeah, now. yeah like, you're just sort of like I, you're like I'm more experienced than you are. That yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of those. Yeah. All right. Uh, so to switch the tables, uh, Dan. Yeah. What question do you want to ask our our next guest? The next guest, slash Chris yeah, and I so, right now. Uh. Okay, yeah, so this is good. Uh, I've uh, this. If you could travel to anywhere in the world at any like time period, where would you go? So, it, like, we're talking about like a destination or an event. I'm wondering. A destination. It could be like a. De- it's a destination, and it can be like any like any part. Like, so you could be like, oh, I want to go to like England, like 1600s or something. Yeah. Like, it could be any time period, any place. And it's funny because I asked this to my students, like, to write about this. And there were a few of them that were like, I want to go to Paris 
at, to bomb the Eiffel Tower, and I was like, I should be concerned about. Yeah, that's like, that's this not is, a great answer. That's so cool. If you could travel that, anywhere that, in the like, world, that, why would you want to do that? Like, that's so weird. Anywhere and, um, and when, where and when? Vegas in the fifties for me. Vegas in the fifties. Like, I want to go hang out with. Yeah, and I was gonna say, like, do, what what's my what's my uh, what's my per diem? Right, because it's like this is like they're like, oh, you you just get dropped off in the, like Vegas in the fifties. Do I have money. cash on me? Yeah, Vegas exactly. Cash on me? Like what 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 kind Vegas of Vegas in the fifties? I want to because like, oh, I, if I, I go to medieval Europe. Europe to be like hang out with the king and queen, sure. But if a guy just appears in medieval Europe, they're gonna be like, well, you're a peasant and have fun shoveling shit. You know, like <laughs> what 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 what's the the is it? Do I have money? Uh yeah, I mean I'll give yeah let's uh let's, I'll give you guys uh, some money. <laughs> you're allowed you're allowed to have whatever you whatever your heart desires, everything you want. So specific. T- yeah, I, let's go Vegas in the fifties, baby. I would love to again when we talked about just sort of like seeing and and feeling stuff for like the first time. I would uh I've always been like fascinated with the like the London punk scene in like the late seventies like 77 and stuff like coming out with like clash and and sex pistols and whatever else i was like yeah. plus it's london and it's super cool like just in general i was like i would it would be i would just be like this is unlike anything like the 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 I, i've always been fascinated with like the dichotomy of like oh like the stuffy british like upper yeah. crust and all that stuff and then like sex pistols existing at the same time you know like that's so interesting because I think like, yeah, that's kind of my, what my thinking would be too is like, I'd like to be like, like 17 years old, like during like the like sick, like when the Beatles were around, yeah like when they were like still touring, like when they weren't like just doing the studio stuff. Mm-hmm. So that like I, when I'm like 20 years old is like when Rubber Soul and stuff's coming out and you're like, oh, wow, this is like the best time I've ever had in music. Like this is yeah. like so, so cool. Like, but yeah, that's tough. Or even like, I don't know, like, some like the, 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 new, the New York, like, I, New I York scene in a similar era where, where you're looking yeah. at like Velvet Underground and everything else, like, like just a little true. bit later, that would be like, I would, I would love to be in any of like, like a fly on the wall in any of those like iconic, like, like art, art or music scenes, like just to be like, yeah. what, what was it actually like day to day? Like we see the output, you know, like, and we have people yeah. talking about it, but like, I think that would be. And I guess or even it, when those concerts were all like a buck, like it was like holy, mo- like you saw like those old tickets. Like I think even there's one like from, like it's from like the '90s. I think it's like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. and it was like two dollars. Like it was like oh geez, like wow, that what a what a what a time to be like alive to go see a concert. Like, yeah, we had on we had him on the show last summer. Uh, Pat Pat Gray who was like he's now like the senior event bought like byron booker for like a venko and okay, yeah. and he was talking about like his old old concerts and stuff like that when he was going because he was like a music fan first and whatever and he was like yeah like he went to go see pearl jam for like 15 dollars at the verdun auditorium or whatever and i was like like what like like now you like every show is 50 dollars minimum like minimum like that is the cheapest yeah. i feel i can... and then like and then yeah Ticketmaster like destroys yeah you exactly and this was like and this was like already the late 90s like pearl jam was already like Pearl Jam, you know, it wasn't like yeah, yeah. they were they were already like a decade into their career, you know, it wasn't like I saw yeah. them before they got huge. It was no, they were already Pearl Jam and it was fifteen bucks to go to the Verdun Auditorium to watch Pearl Jam. Like I was like, that's yeah. super weird. Yeah. So Chris, Vegas, Vegas in the fifties. I will I would I would also for you, Chris, 
I don't want to say you're wrong, but I think that you would do well in Havana also. I think that that scene oh, might be go. might be fun for a Chris Bendito. I don't know. Chris may be, may be gone. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you mentioned you have shows coming up next week. What else do you want to plug, uh, Dan? Oh, I mean, uh, not too much. I mean, you can see me around the city. Uh, I try to get out as much as Is I there can. Is like a, best, a best spot to follow for you to, to, to find out what you're doing? Like a, yeah, a I mean, Facebook, you know, I'm, I'm on social media, yeah, Facebook and, uh, X and, uh, I'm on all all the things there, Instagram, and uh, I'm even on TikTok. You know, uh, the, the, I'm on there, and I just post uh, videos of my cat on TikTok. Right. So that's pretty. Just like non nonstop football t- takes. Yeah, no, I feel like that. Awesome, Chris, man. well, Chris, you're back. I was always here. You just didn't hear me. Okay, but Chris, you don't like Havana. Havana's fine, but like, I don't want to wear a turtleneck the whole time. Why? <laughs> It's a Godfather 2 reference. Uh-huh. Um, no, Vegas, bro. Come on. Wrinkles? I guess. I guess. Uh, but I was going to say, I was like, there, like the st- stand-up comedy working the Havana nightclubs, I feel that would be a, a solid Vendito scene. Yeah, I destroyed that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're just like yelling at a bunch of communists. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's wild. Just take, take, yeah. taking shots. Yeah, it's socialist. Exactly. Taking shots at El Presidente with you know the protection of the mob, so no one can come at him. That's yeah. that that that's the that's what I see for Vendito. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was fun. Thanks fun so much stat. for having talking me. Talking sports, talking comedy. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. Stay, Thanks stay so much. warm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Playoffs, Dan. yeah. Enjoy. Take care. Good luck. Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, We really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, Please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show at all, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash 9to5cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way. It really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part. We're really not trying to make a profit on this. Um, and also, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Twitter. There's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something. A uh, big thank you, as always, to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude, who provided our theme songs. And, of course, a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show. Uh, Walter J. Ling, who technically retired, but still sometimes hosts. Uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Corber, and uh, Ines Anaya uh, all, are all amazing co-hosts, and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing Go Plug Yourself uh, as one of your from the millions of podcasts. And have a beautiful 
day. Thank you. 9to5.cc, podcast, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.